Welcome to World Well, your go-to global health podcast. My name is Isaac Merkel, and I'm your host. Today, we are going to discuss a topic that has become increasingly important over the years, that being mental health. So mental health has always been a subject of concern, but in recent times, it has emerged as a major crisis worldwide. Mental health is not just a personal issue, but it has significant impact on society as a whole. The pandemic has brought this issue to the forefront, and it is important to discuss it openly and honestly. So today, in this podcast, we will be discussing the mental health crisis in the world, its causes, and the steps we can take to address it. So for the first segment, I'll just talk generally about the mental health crisis. So mental Disorders, as they're called, are a range of conditions that affect an individual's mood, thinking, and behavior. So these disorders can impact a person's ability to function in their daily life, including at work, school, and in different relationships. So there are many different types of mental disorders, including anxiety disorders, mood disorders, personality disorders, and psychotic disorders. Anxiety disorders are among the most common mental health disorders, affecting approximately 40 million adults in the United States. These disorders can cause feelings of fear, worry, and panic, and can impact an individual's ability to function in social and work situations. Mood disorders, such as depression and bipolar disorder, can cause significant changes in a person's mood and energy levels. This is pretty common among uh, people who suffer from depression. Um, They tend to go through periods where um, they enjoy isolation, um, or not enjoy, but they partake in isolation um, and such. Personality disorders can impact an individual's ability to relate to others, while psychotic disorders can cause a loss of touch with reality. So the mental health crisis is a growing concern worldwide, um, evidenced by the various disorders and how common many of them are. Um, Mental health disorders are a leading cause of disability worldwide, with over 264 million people affected. According to a recent study by the Lancet Commission, mental health disorders are responsible for over 10% of the global burden of disease. So 10% of diseases are mental disorders. Depression, anxiety, and bipolar disorders are some of the most common mental health problems people face. Um, And if you were to take a survey of the people around you, um, I feel as though that statistic still would hold true. Um, I feel like those are the most common uh, ones in your day-to-day life. So now we'll move on to the next segment, um, which is the causes of this mental health crisis. Um, so stigma and discrimination against people with mental health remain a significant barrier to accessing care. Um, there is still, even in 2023, a massive stigma against mental health. Um, there are, of course, people who don't outright don't believe in me- mental health. Um, or there are people who believe that going to therapy or accessing mental health services is a sign of weakness, which of course it is not. Um, People are commonly discriminated against um, just because they have some sort of mental health um, 
disorder issue. Um, and so fear of judgment, shame, and discrimination can prevent individuals who have these mental health problems from seeking the help they need. Um, the stigma can be particularly challenging for um, marginalized groups, including LGBTQ plus individuals and people of color who may experience discrimination and additional barriers to accessing care. Um, stigma can also lead to self-stigma, where individuals internalize negative beliefs about mental health and feel shame and guilt for seeking health, uh, um, for seeking healthcare help. Um, it's, I think, an interesting point is to be made about the self-stigma, um, where you know you feel the pressures of the outside and they turn inward, right? And you begin to criticize yourself. Um, you become, you start to spread that stigma. Um, so the lack of access to mental health services is also a significant issue, particularly in low and middle income countries. Uh, if you think about America, uh, one of the wealthiest countries, um, GDP wise, I mean, there are mental health services everywhere within schools, high schools, um, middle schools, uh, colleges, universities, um, workplace settings, um, and now a lot of healthcare. Um, insurance providers are now including mental health. So it's, it's becoming more uh, regular and more standardized, but um, it's still not the level it should be, but it's definitely not in those low and middle income countries. Um, the World Health Organization reports that at least 70% of people with mental health disorders do not receive treatment. Um, and so the lack of trained medical health professionals, particularly in these rural and low-income areas, is also a contributing factor um, because, again, to address such issues um, takes a lot of um, training just because it's a lot more complex than what you see on the outside. In addition, uh, mental health services may not be covered by insurance or maybe unaffordable. Um, and so, of course, this is evolving, at least in American healthcare, um, and I'm sure in other places um, around the world, but it is still an issue um, in the affordability of mental health services and counseling. Um, and so this, of course, can prevent people from accessing care. Um, and I think that's main this is mainly about these low and middle income countries where again um the services aren't great and then they are uh, expensive on top of that and so societal pressures such as job stress um social uh, isolation and unrealistic expectations also have contributed to the mental health crisis a survey by the american psychological association found that 75 percent of adults reported experiencing moderate to high levels of stress in the past month and 61 percent reported feeling overwhelmed and the pandemic has only exacerbated these pressures with many people facing financial uncertainty and social isolation. Um, and so even though we're out of the initial quarantine of the pandemic, um, it still had a long-term effect on the mental health of our country um, and throughout the world. Um, in addition, job loss, grief, and trauma related to the pandemic have led to increased levels of anxiety and depression. Um, so you already see that 
there's that linkage between, you know, stressful moments, grief, trauma, et cetera, et cetera, um, to depression, anxiety, and other mental disorders. Um, so it's crucial to address these societal pressures and provide support and resources to help individuals manage stress and build resilience. All right, and so as we move on to our next segment, I'd like to discuss the impact of this mental health crisis. Um, And so obviously, as I've already outlined, mental health disorders have a significant impact on individuals and society. Um, Depression, for example, is a leading cause of disability worldwide and is associated with increased risk of heart disease, diabetes, and other physical health problems. Um, So you can see how this mental illness can um, transform into a physical illness, um, such as heart disease and other um, ailments. And then suicide, which is another um, mental uh, happening that is um, often linked to mental health disorders. Um, And suicide is responsible for over 800,000 deaths each year globally. And this number has just kept climbing. Um, And so then moving on, the economic impact of mental health disorders is also extremely significant. According to a study by the World Economic Forum, the global cost of mental health disorders is projected to reach $6 trillion by 2030. Now, that's just a staggering number. Um, you can see how expensive mental health services are and how often they are um, utilized by this figure. Um, and so mental health issues can lead to decreased productivity, absenteeism, and even suicide. Um, so you can already see how, you know, as, individ- as mental health um, is, becomes more prevalent, um, it affects individuals within the society. And the more individuals it affects, the larger the impact is on the society. Um, and so mental health obviously creates that economic impact. Um, and so... Uh, several reports have suggested that mental health issues cost the global economy about a trillion dollars each year. Um, so that, again, that figure is staggering. Um, and not to dehumanize mental health issues by talking about economics and putting um, monetary figures to it, but again, it's another factor um, in this whole equation. Um, and it's just it's interesting to look at from an economic standard. And so now, as I move on to the fourth section, um, I'm going to address um, different steps that we can take as individuals and societies um, to address this crisis. Um, so reducing stigma and increasing access to mental health services are very, very crucial. Um, this stigma, like we discussed earlier, is just terrible. Um, if you are not someone that suffers from mental health, at least understanding how um, the judgment people who do face, um, it's, you, you can almost begin to understand how demotivating it would be to um, look for help um, from professionals. Um, and obviously increasing access is extremely important. Um, Now, about reducing stigma, education and public awareness campaigns can help individuals recognize the signs of mental health um, and understand that, you know, there's nothing wrong with somebody who um, has a mental health issue um, and uh, is becoming more and more normal because 
um, we have the resources and the science to identify these um, issues. Um, and then governments and organizations can also work together to provide resources and support to individuals with mental health issues. Um, and this can be as hotlines and other support groups. Um, it's even though we can do so much, we can do a lot as um, individuals in society when it comes to providing resources. Yes, we can participate in campaigns and such, but you know, it comes down to the larger governing figures um, to really step in and um, help the people around us and ourselves, right? Um, and so another way that these organizations can step in is increasing funding for mental health services. Um, the Lancet Commission on Mental Health recommends that countries allocate at least 5% of their health budgets to mental health. Um, and so when we're dealing with billions and trillions of dollars, um, putting just 5% towards mental health services would be transformative. Um, and so this 5%, this mere 5%, can help improve access to care and ensure that health, mental health services are adequately staffed and equipped to meet the needs of individuals with mental health issues. Um, telehealth and digital mental health services can also increase access to care, uh, particularly in remote or underserved areas. Um, these services can include online therapy, telemedicine, and mobile apps that um, provide mental health support and resources. Um, one app that has been recurringly advertised is BetterHelp. Um, and there has been some controversy around these telehealth apps, more or less from the um, ethics of working for them, um, being overworked and underpaid as mental health specialists. Um, but again, the more of these resources that are available, um, the less stigma and the more help people who have um, mental health disorders can get. And then finally, individuals can take steps to prioritize their mental health. Um, so this includes getting enough sleep, eating a healthy diet, exercising regularly, and practicing mindfulness and relaxation techniques. Of course, these are not cures, but they can help um, curb the risk or um, just help people with their mindset and um, uh, other physical conditions right um and so seeking support from friends family or mental health professional can also be beneficial um again surrounding yourself with the line the kindness and love that you deserve is just very very important um it's also essential to recognize that mental health is just as important as physical health and to prioritize it accordingly um Right, there are so many different things that can happen to our bodies, but sometimes we forget that our mind is so important, um, and not just to you know solve math problems or read books. It's you know our mind regulates our whole body. Our mind has complete control over our body, so we need to take care of it just as well as we take care of our bodies. Um, and so, by working together, we can reduce the stigma associated with mental health disorders and ensure that everyone has access to the care and support they need to thrive. Um, and so that concludes our fourth section. Um, on a very upbeat note, um, but I think it is important to realize the reality um, of these issues. Um, and as people who may or may not have mental health issues, um, we can all pitch in um, to destigmatize and to um, get people the help that they need. 
And so as I transition to segment five, I'd just like to give kind of a brief synopsis of everything we've talked about today um, and just tie everything together. Um, So in conclusion, the mental health crisis in the world is a significant issue that requires urgent attention. Um, The pandemic obviously has only worsened the situation, but the underlying issues have been present for the for a long time, right? A lot of these mental health issues have always been there, right? You track back thousands of years and the symptoms are there and um, people are experiencing these same emotions and feelings and um, uh, happenings, right? Um, But now we have the medicine, the science, we have the uh, everything we need in order to recognize exactly what these are. Um, And so... um, we can see the uptick in diagnoses just because, um, you know, we have the technology to, to diagnose and recognize. Um, and so stigma, a lack of uh, access to care, and societal pressures are all contributing factors. So addressing the crisis requires a multifaceted approach that includes reducing stigma, increasing funding for mental health services, and prioritizing individual mental health. So by working together, we can create a world where mental health is treated with the same importance as physical health. And so that's all I have for today. I'd like to thank you so much for tuning in to WorldWell. Again, my name is Isaac Merkel. I would love it if you would go on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts and rate us five stars. Give us a nice review. Um, I'd love to read through your thoughts, opinions, suggestions, and everything you have to say. Um, Thank you so much. And I hope to see you during our next episode.